All right, you're back here on Mining Stock Daily, reporting from the Zurich Precious Metals Summit. Uh, happy to welcome in CEO of Contango Ore, Rick Van Neuenheisen. Rick, pleasure to have you on the podcast. I actually I was trying to think um, when we got the schedules, like, I don't know if you've been on the podcast. If you have been, it was a while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. I think that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a while ago. Okay. So uh, sum up the last two, three years for us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but okay, give us, a, give us a general sense of Contango since it has been so long. Um, you know, what is Contango? What are you focused on? What's 2023 been like? Yeah, so we found a million ounce gold deposit, and um, in 2020, the first year of COVID, we um, decided not to build a mine in a mill and a tailings facility and permit all that stuff, but take a simpler path forward and joint venture a project with Kinross. So, and take advantage of the fact that they have a, uh, a huge mill at Fort Knox that's underutilized. It's a 50,000 ton a day mill, and they're, they're processing between 25 and 30,000 tons a day now, so there's plenty of capacity there. So. Uh, fast forward uh, last couple of years, we did that in September 2020, put that deal together, 70-30 joint venture. Um, and uh, fast forward now, we're fully permitted, we're mining, we're stockpiling ore at Fort Knox. Uh, and uh, sometime next year, probably in, I don't know, second quarter next year, we'll start processing and producing mm. gold. Um, we have a, a fleet of trucks that are transporting the ore up to Fort Knox. We don't have we have all the trucks. We don't have all the trailers yet. So, oh, interesting. Uh, we're, that's the that's our ramp up. Um, so at Mancho, it's it's uh, run of mine material. Uh, we've built a six percent grade road that connects the mine site to the highway. It's mm -hmm. paved highway all the way to Fairbanks. Um, and the trucks are running now. They just we just don't have all the trailers, and we'll ramp that up over the next uh, couple of months and. Um, we will build a quarter million ton stockpile at Fort Knox and then batch process the Montreux ore, which is eight grams per ton, uh, really high grade ore. Uh, good, good metallurgical recovery um, through the Fort Knox mill. Uh, it is about 10 times the grade of Fort Knox, so there's some upgrading of the mill uh, that has to take place, mostly in just tanks and piping. Uh, oh, really? When you, have, when you have 10 times the grade, you need need more signage, you need more signage destruct surface uh, or um, facilities, you need uh, more carbon. You know, so your carbon loading goes up obviously by 10 times basically, when eight grams versus 0.8. Yeah. So uh, all that's taking place at, at Fort Knox now, those upgrades if you will, and we should be producing gold uh, second quarter next year and uh, we'll generate cash flow, positive cash flow for the company. Uh, probably in July, second second half of the year. Um, with getting a half a year of production, we'll probably generate about $25 million of free cash flow. Uh, I assume Kinross is taking full financial responsibilities for those upgrades at the mill? Correct, and we'll pay for them out of, uh, uh, out of the toll. I mean, they'll, sure. they'll charge us for it. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's, they're charging themselves as well because they're a 70% Partner, so sure, sure. They're paying themselves effectively. Okay. So. Uh, give us a sense of the size and scale of Mencho and where you're sitting at. So it's a million ounce deposit, uh, eight grams per ton. Uh, we're going to mine it um, basically a million tons a year. Uh, so it's a, about a, close to five year mine life. Um, lots of exploration upside. Uh, we've only sort of scratched the surface. Uh, it's located on land owned by an Alaska Native tribe. It's the Tetlin mm. tribe. 
Um, it's a little different than uh, uh, the native corporation, so it's a self-governing tribe, and they have their own land, private land, that's roughly the size of the state of Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island's the smallest state, but it's still a, still a state, so right, it's, a, right. it's a pretty big piece of real estate. So uh, we have an exclusive uh, exploration and mining lease with the tribe. They receive a royalty. We've been working with them for, uh, geez, over 10 years now. Um, actually, close to 12 years. Um, so we've got a good working relationship. We've developed a lot of jobs and training uh, for the tribe, and obviously Ken Ross has kind of now taken that to the next level, exploration yeah. to mine development. So, um, yeah, they're going to be they're going to you know benefit hugely from the mine. They're 100 120 percent supportive. So yeah. So what is the you know if you you start cash flowing here as soon as things get ramped up and you know if all you know wins to your back. What is the the business strategy here? What you do as thirty percent owner with that cash flow? How do you expand the business at Contango? Uh, we do the same thing all over again. So okay. um, we have our, our second advanced project is uh, called Lucky Shot. Um, this is located actually it's uh, down, not too far north of Anchorage, about a two hour drive north of Anchorage. Um, you can drive a minivan right up to the portal. Uh, very easy access. Uh, this was a historic mine that was mined. Uh, 1928 to 1942, mined a quarter million ounces, uh, about an ounce and a quarter per ton, so 40, 40 grams per ton. Mm -hmm. um, it was shut down by President Roosevelt when he used the War Act to shut down all gold mining in the United States. Um, so it didn't run out of ore or get too much water or fault it off or whatever, it just, yeah. just administratively shut down. It was never mined since. Uh, in 1980, a group came in and about 100 meters, 120 meters below the historic mining level, put an added in. Uh, they started the venture when gold was $800 an ounce, and about a year and a half later, gold was 350 and They just said, screw this, and walked away. Uh, it was the right idea, uh, and we've just picked that idea up and, uh, and advanced that now. So we, uh, we've enlarged the tunnel to uh, four by four meter, so it's, a, it's for big equipment. We can get big equipment back there. So it's going to be our main haulage level. We've advanced the tunnel all the way to the vein, intersected the vein, took a bulk sample, and we've drifted in the foot wall, and we're drilling in the process of drilling the foot wall out. We stopped this winter because I wanted to conserve our cash to make sure we had sufficient cash for a bancho to get that into production. Yeah. But we'll pick uh, expiration back up at the, uh, uh, at the uh, probably May-June time frame. And then uh, our objective there is to outline four to 500,000 ounces. We have already have 100,000 ounces outlined at 15.6 grams per ton. That's a SK-1300 resource. It's, it's well drilled. It's about 180 holes. Okay. Um, and we, want, we just want to grow that. We, we did that drilling mainly just to really understand what the grade was. Um, and, uh, you know, half ounce per ton is pretty damn good grade. So. Yeah. We, um, we have the same plan as to haul that up to Fort Knox. Mm. Uh, the, the advantage we have, now this is an underground mine, so our mining cost per ton is going to be significantly higher. Right. Um, but our transportation costs are going to be significantly lower because we have the railroad here. Ah. So uh, rather than trucking it 250 miles, we'll be railing it 250 miles, which is, I don't know, about a third the cost, of, a third or fourth the cost of trucking. Now you got to get it to the to the rail line and from the rail line up to the Fort Knox Mill. So Who manages the rail line? Alaska Railroad. It's the state, okay. state, the state. Uh, state owned, yeah. Okay, very good. It was uh, built by the federal government to support the war effort and then sold to the state of Alaska for a dollar. <laughs> That's such a northern story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
mostly hauls tourists and uh, coal and gravel, sand and gravel now. That's uh, so we'll just add a few ounces of gold in there too. I mean, you make it sound so simple and easy. Uh, you know, we're. I guess as I've gotten older, I've decided to do simple and easy. Uh, yeah. You know, we found the Donlin Gold Project 25 years ago with Nova Gold, and yeah. fantastic discovery and a fantastic uh, experience. But the damn thing's still not producing gold. So drive you crazy? Drive me nuts. So you know, part of it's uh, part of it's permitting, part of it's litigation, part of it's I don't know what the capital number is anymore. It's a big yeah. number. So um, yeah, we've kind of re-geared to simple. So we're mm-hmm. all of our projects are next to the highway. Um, we want to take advantage of that big mill at Fort Knox. Um, it's a great facility. Use it. Um, it means we have to find things that can afford the transportation, which is around a gram. Yeah. So we got to look for three grams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are the opportunities in Alaska? I mean, this is your model. I mean, that's, that's explicit. What are the opportunities in Alaska that still fit this, this simple model? Well, I'd have to shoot you to tell you those things. <laughs> or after I tell you. But, okay, so are there those opportunities? Short answer, yeah. We, we, we think it's a good model. We think there are other opportunities in Alaska, but, but we're not restricted to Alaska. I've worked sure. all over the world. I've worked, in, uh, I've worked a lot in Nevada and Idaho and Montana. So we think there are other opportunities that fit this model. Looking for grade, looking in areas that can maybe take advantage of an existing mill and tailing, tailing stuff. The tailings facility is a really big thing because it takes a long time to permit a tailings yeah, facility. Yeah. And you can be as friendly and as um, you know environmentally responsible as you can be, um, but it just takes a long time. And yeah. we would rather just take advantage of somebody else's mill. And, and the thing they have to keep in mind, if that mill is running three grams you got to find four yeah yeah right right because you got you got to displace it yeah they'll they'll gladly displace it right they're gonna charge you for it but they'll sure that's what I call a convenience fee so you, you, the convenience of not the, having the headache of permitting your own mill and building it and yeah and the tailings facility especially and, I, and I, you're assuming reclamation responsibilities for these historic mines as well and I'm sure that's a benefit to the state Sure, certainly, the yeah, like something like Lucky Shot was just abandoned. So right. yeah, we're we're effectively cleaning it up. I mean, you know, for our own selfish reasons. But yeah, that's that's part of it. Um, on the flip side, if you're using somebody else's mill and tailings facility, it's their responsibility. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for it in the toll that they charge you because that's how they add up all the numbers to, you know, for the treatment charges. Okay. Part of that is the long-term storage facility for the tailings. That's all built into the say our, our Fort Knox number for my, for my show, um, but it's the again it's that time convenience. You can do it right away as soon as you define a resource that you can. And and the, and the economics are much simpler because you're not building a mill and a tailings facility, a power plant, and whatever yeah. else, right? right? It's just you're just mining and run a mine ore to the mill. Keep it simple. Right. Uh, you are only traded on the NYSE American. Yeah, we're a U.S. company. We're U.S.-based. Uh, company's based in Fairbanks, Alaska, where I live. Yeah. Um, we um, U.S. is just a much bigger market. Uh, we're over here in Europe, obviously, looking uh, to expand our shareholder base. Uh, we have some European shareholders. We want to expand that. Uh, probably eventually be going to Hong Kong and Singapore. Yeah. Okay, uh, but no 
inclination to go trade on the TSX? No, I think I think the Canadian markets are kind of broken, frankly. Yeah. Um, I mean, are too, the, are the, way, is the NYSE not broken? No, we we were able to finance fairly fairly easily, and this is a much bigger market. Sure. Um, you know, we don't do flow through. Yeah. Um, I think that's um, really kind of hamstrung the. I mean, it, it makes capital available, but you know, you can see when they do a flow through financing, if you're a warrant. The issue a warrant with a flow through financing, just you know, yeah, just you know, might as well short that thing. <laughs> There's a bunch of begrudging listeners out there, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that's we issued we did we did 30 million dollar financing this summer, tough market, yeah. no, no question about it. We took a bit of a extra discount hit, but I did not want to issue a warrant, and uh, you know, we're, we want to preserve shareholder value. I'm a, I'm a seven percent shareholder of the company, so yeah, um, warrants are. Love to have them, but hate to give them. So. Yeah, fair enough. I uh, appreciate the, the, the walkthrough with Contango. Best of luck, uh, especially this winter and into the spring. Yeah. So this, this spring is going to be very, very busy for you. So. Yeah, it'll, it'll be an exciting time to obviously see gold come out the other end of the mill. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, everybody, that is uh, maybe a reintroduction of Contango Ore. They do trade on the NYSE American with the symbol CTGO. Rick, thanks for your time. Pleasure. Thanks. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.